Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Locker Room Talk Uncut. Drew Garrison, Chad Penrod. In a Zoom meeting this week, our schedules didn't line up. We had to get on Zoom and knock this thing out. We're going to go over the (laughs) late. Hey, sick babysitters happen. It's okay. We're going to get into the last week in sports since we were in here last week. Uh, We're going to talk about the Cleveland Browns, the impressive 3-1 start. Zach Taylor and Joe Burrow getting their very first win. Uh, Well, not Zach. It feels like Zach Taylor's first win. It wasn't his first win. Joe Burrow's first win. The Bengals and Zach Taylor's first win of the season. Uh, We're going to talk. Yeah, yeah, they're first one together. There you go. We're going to talk about the NBA Finals, where the Heat and the Lakers stand. We're going to get into uh, our quarter season rookie of the year, coach of the year, our lock pick, and our upset pick of the week for week five. And we're also going to recap the uh, the week four slate that we just got finished up with. So let's get right into it, man. Let's go NBA Finals. Lakers come out game one, dominate Miami. They come out game two, dominate Miami. They come out game three, and Jimmy Butler punked LeBron. (laughs) <laughs> he went off he went he off did. game three and he got four what he got a 40 point triple double the only three players to ever do that in history is jimmy buckets lebron and jerry west i've seen that um Ooh, what's kind of what yeah what's amazing about uh jimmy buckets though man is he had the 40 points without any threes yeah that was surprising he's not a great three-point shooter but i mean and he don't take many 40 yeah usually if you score 40 there's a couple dumped in there yeah you know, one of the things that coming off the Lakers won that last night in a very good game. I was actually tuned in on that. Um, when they give him that three, he, he's got to take that three sometimes. You know, he he's just shying away from it at, at, at just at all means, man. He's, he don't want to take it at all. Yeah, he, 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 he got forced a little bit last night. So, so, you know, game one, game two. But game three, he comes out and he and he just took what he wanted. He went at LeBron. He went at AD. He didn't care. He took right. what he wanted. And I, you know, I was saying, okay, I figured they'd get a game. Um, you know, I figured they would, they would have a game where you know a guy like Olenek comes in and he gets hot. Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, obviously. Um, but I didn't think it would happen with Bam and Dragic off the floor. Um, it was really surprising that it was there. I thought when they went down, I was like, okay, this thing's going to go three zero. Maybe they get back for a game four. And the Lakers probably end up with a yeah. sweep, but the, I mean, Kelly Olynyk has got a very punchable face. By the way, um, I don't like that guy. I, 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 I saw him forgave him for the uh, the Kevin Love bullshit. Every time I see him, that's what I think of. Um, but then the Lakers come out last night, and AD and LeBron in the first half were terrible. LeBron had like five turnovers, eight points. I don't remember AD's numbers, but he wasn't that great. He was pretty good on defense. And I was extremely concerned in that first half. Um, LeBron was nearly unplayable. He was so bad. Um, just the turnovers, he looked lazy, he didn't care. And then they come out in the second half, and Tyler Barnhart, we've talked about him on here before from Black Sheep, he actually told me, he said, look, I'm going to tell you how LeBron's second half is going to go. I said, okay, I'll, I'll listen. He said he's going to come out, he's going to hit some crazy, stupid deep three, and he's going to make it. I'm like, okay. So he did. 
And he said, well, he's going to do it again. He's going to shoot another three. He has no business shooting. He said, and if that goes in, he's going to go aggressive. If he misses it, he's going to be shit the rest of the night. And by God, did he come out and he hit that crazy deep three? He hit another crazy deep three and then he fucking, he was, he was aggressive. So I, I guess that, that was, that was right. But Man, it was it was scary. I don't want to hear anybody tell me the Heat are an easy team to beat ever again. They're no, fucking they're good. not, man. They're they're good defensively, and uh, you know. But I was telling you this too, man. They they missed Drogic though, you know. And this oh, that yeah. ain't taking nothing. That is not taking nothing away from the Lakers. The Lakers were going to win this series anyway. Um, I just thought it was going to go seven. I think it's probably over Friday. Um, but I just. Uh, He's 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 their creator, man. You know, he's the one that he's kind of their LeBron, where he finds the the guys that and gets the open shots, and you can tell that they miss him right now. Oh yeah, they definitely do. And he tried to give it a go last night, but he couldn't get through warmups. Bam was yeah, back, and bad. Bam didn't look really like he was feeling any pain yesterday. He had a pretty solid game. I think he might have fucked up because he scored over LeBron, and then he started barking at him a little bit. I think that kind of pissed him off. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's one thing you don't want to do is uh is piss off LeBron and I think Jimmy Buckets did that last night. <laughs> and the biggest difference between Game Three and last night too, Anthony Davis only played thirty three minutes in Game Three because he got in foul trouble so quickly. He stayed out right. of foul trouble. I still wish he would have been more aggressive, especially in the first half. And I mean, even in the third quarter, he's got like Iguodala on him in the post. It's like just go, like don't don't take the turnaround jumper, don't pass out, just go at that dude. You should be able to do that with ease. Um, so I'm a little bit concerned. He disappeared in game two. I mean, he looked like a lock for maybe finals MVP the first two games. And then game three, he was just gone last night. It came on at the end. He got to the free throw line, which was important. They stayed out of foul trouble toward the end of the game. Didn't let Miami get into the bonus. Um, so I think that was important, but that just felt like that was a very big game. And that just felt like, yeah, that might be the one that, that kind of takes the wind out of Miami's sails and, the Lakers have asserted themselves because they got away with a really, really bad first half. And, and Rob Palenka was, was on record talking about when they re-signed KCP, he was saying like something really weird about like how, like sometimes you don't know what you need and God drops bread down to you or some shit. And then KCP was that guy last night. We don't win without KCP last night. (laughs) Absolutely not. And I agree with you, man. Uh, I think that game four will end up being the dagger. Um, because if somehow Miami pulls that out, now you got a series. You know, now it's 2-2, and uh, you kind of pin the Lakers back a little bit. Um, the Lakers cannot do that. They cannot give them Friday night. It's over. You can't be, <laughs> it was a great game, you, though. You can't be the team that gives up a 3-1. No, just finish them. Finish it you're off. Up, you're up 3-1. Don't give them any more hope. Just fucking finish it Friday night. Be the champions, and I've been saying, you know, all week I want a band to yeah. play. I don't want to hear the uh, the 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 easy series takes and all that. And I decided last night I don't care. I banners hang the same. the The banner is going to hang the same. I don't care if they played a high school team. It's an NBA championship. It's banner number seventeen. I don't give a shit what anybody says about the validity of it in the bubble. I don't give a shit about what anybody says about the fact that Miami had a couple guys hurt. I don't give a shit. The ring shines the same. The banners hang the same and you get the Larry O'Brien trophy. It's a championship. Well, like I said, like I said, before this, before this season even started, they better go get it. Now they did go get it. They're going to win the championship because the next year it's over. (laughs) KD's back. 
Um, hey, Kyrie was throwing shots. Yeah, he was. Uh, Giannis, Supers, what's going to happen with Giannis? You know, you're going to have the Warriors back. Um, so it's going to be even more interesting next year. But they did what they had to do. They went and got it this year. Kyrie, like, said that they don't need a head coach. Like, he's already, like, undermining Steve Nash, and he hasn't even, like, ran a practice yet. He's like, oh, we don't really need a head coach. I could be the head coach. KD could be the head coach. Like, what? Kyrie's a very weird dude, man. Ever since he left Cleveland, I just can't – I don't know. I, I don't he's know like, what's up with that dude. He's like, now I got somebody on my team that can hit the big shot. It's like, was that a shot at LeBron? And then LeBron's like, well, the best thing about me and AD is none of us are jealous. There's no jealousy here. I think that was a response to Kyrie. That's weird. Yeah. That's going to be a fun team to watch. If 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 all things go like they should, they should easily run away with a championship next year. Levert, KD, Kyrie, yeah. Dinwiddie, DeAndre Jordan. It should happen. But that yeah. that's going to be that's going to be weird because I could I could just Does, see like Kyrie's AD, injured a lot. I could see KD and Kyrie just like subtweeting about each other, like by the All Star break. No, that's going to work. You got two weird fuckers that that's definitely going to work. <laughs> if there's anybody that's going to work, it's going to be them. The injuries is the main concern with them, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and KD will probably be fine. He probably could have came back and played um, in the right. playoffs if you really wanted to, but why yeah. risk it at that point? Yeah. So. Let's uh let's transition here. NFL. You're wearing the Baker jersey. You're wearing the Browns hat. They are three and one for the first time since like before cars were invented or something, right? 1968. So 20 years before I was born. 1960. That's the year the Bengals were formed. So well, it came in. Wait, the hold on, hold on. I said that wrong. I think uh, 1968 was the last time we. It's either the last time we scored. Or the last time we were three and one, or the last time we scored three consecutive games of thirty points or more. Either I way, think it's, it's the, fucking terrible. I think it's the three games with thirty points or more. I think this is the first <laughs> time they've been three and one since like, oh four maybe. Yeah, yeah, man, they're 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 balling. You know, you put up, uh, you know, and you kind of see the national media talking about it, and they're not giving Cleveland a whole lot of love. They're they're more focused on how bad the Cowboys' defense is, um, and that's okay bad. because. That, that's okay because you know we 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 like this underdog role. You know we're uh, I think we're a one uh, one point underdog at home this Sunday against the Colts, who in my opinion haven't really played anybody. Um, that being said, maybe the Browns haven't played anybody. I don't know. But the one thing that we talked about last week is having an identity, and these 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 guys run the ball. I mean, they run the fucking ball and going on last Sunday it doesn't matter who's running the ball um yeah, they, Chubb they, out for six weeks yeah I, I, unfortunately Chubb goes out it could be worse though we thought maybe it was a, a MCL or ACL or Achilles maybe he tore it we but comes out he doesn't need surgery he'll be out about I say five weeks they say six weeks um but in my opinion you and I've had this conversation many times I like Kareem Hunt a little bit better than Nick Chubb I just think he's a little more explosive. I think he uh, he sees the holes a little bit better. He's faster. Um, that being said, I think both are still – both are top seven running backs in the league. So, when you have thunder and lightning, why not use it? So, But we're going to yeah. be all right for six weeks. You know, like, we, like I said, it don't matter who's running there. Dearness Johnson um, stepped up, and he went for 95 yards. Obviously, Odell played huge, and I called that, didn't I? I said, yeah. Odell, this is, this is where Odell breaks out. And three touchdowns, and because that game could have been bad, we watched it together. And when the Browns were up twenty-seven, <laughs> they uh, 
they took their foot off. You know what I mean? They they uh, they got a little conservative, so I didn't like that about Stefanski. But Odell Beckham Jr. takes a reverse. That was nearly yard. a disaster. It was. It was, but you know, you—that's the Cowboys as well. You know, the that's oh yeah, been the Cowboys all season. You know, they come back and either they finish you with, or you know, they get close and don't. But uh, I'm loving it, man. Um, I have, I think the Browns, or if I did a power rankings, I would have them around ten or eleven right now, um, just because it's you. What you see is what you get. They run the ball, and that offensive line is amazing. Shout I out your it. boy. Shout out your oh, boy. Wyatt Teller, Wyatt Teller, the Browns. So, so the Bills were about to cut Wyatt Teller last year, and John Dorsey traded a seventh round pick for Wyatt Teller, who is being graded right now by PFF as the best right guard in football. And goddamn it, he is. He's fucking good, dude. He's a he's a mauler. Actually, he was on a uh, Zoom call with the reporters, and he said, "Batonio and Jack Conklin, those guys are sm- those guys are smart." I'm just the mauler. Whoever they tell me to maul, I go and maul. So uh, that was pretty cool. But man, he's playing. He's playing incredible, man. And like I said, what a steal—a seventh-round pick for that guy. I yeah, mean, you know, nice. we're 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 in a we're in a Twitter chat and a Twitter group message, and they keep posting these videos of Wyatt Teller, man. And he's just fucking. He looks like to, I was telling you guys. He, to me, he looks like Quentin Nelson of the Colts. Yeah, very he's similar. Just, he's, just, he's playing great. He's playing great. Uh, you know, um. I see Baker getting a lot of hate, but Baker's doing what he needs to do. He's playing mistake-free football. He he don't have to throw for 300 yards a game when you're running for 300 yards a game. You don't. Yeah, you both, shouldn't have to. You know, and and people's asked too. You know, would I would I rather have the 300 passing yards or the 300 rushing yards? I'll take the 300 rushing yards every day, just because you yeah. control. You control. Yeah, they're the not as exciting. And everything and. Their uh, their defense needs some work. Now I do think that they got laid back. You know they laid back a little bit. Um, a so lot. it's hard to take. Yeah, it's hard to take <laughs> what happened in that second half, though. You know what I mean? Just because you're up by so much, you see it happen all the time. I watched um, that with you, man. You look, you were close to meltdown. The, if that Alden Smith tackle happens in the background on that Odell end around, it's a three uh, point game, and, and they just it lost took- ten yards. Yeah, you you're real happy, and I and I and you should be. But man, it took you probably about a half hour after that game to enjoy to the down. win because you were so, you were getting pissed, and I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be brutal if they let that come back. Are, <laughs> I'm not even a Browns they, fan, and I was like, damn, I'm kind of relieved. They're uh they're playing great football right now, man. It's the best I've seen them since they returned. Um, like I said, I do, I love Coach Stefanski, man. He's he's been everything plus plus some. Um, and I want to shout out Paul uh, De Podesta. Um, he actually wanted Stefanski last year over Freddie Kitchens, and uh, Paul has not been wrong yet. He has not been wrong, and he hit it. He hit it on the nail. He hit the uh, hammer on the nail again with this hire. This is the guy he's wanted for two years. He got him, and uh, I mean, I just I'm just happy, man. I'm just happy, and they're playing some football. They are, and then uh, also on Sunday, the Bengals get their first win of the year. Joe Burrow gets his first NFL win. Zach Taylor doesn't look like a complete fucking moron for an entire game. Hey, real quick, uh, real quick, let me ask you one question about this game. How does it feel to be able to run the football? Well, I think my biggest takeaway from this game, and I've been very critical of Zach Taylor, if anybody follows me on any type of social media I can post on, 
Um, but I think this game showed me that he's probably the greatest football mind we've ever seen. Um, the Bengals are clearly going to finish the season 13, two and one. Um, we're clearly going to win the Super Bowl, and Baltimore's losing by 30 yeah. this week. Uh, no, 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 no. Overreaction Wednesday. No, really. He gave Joe Mixon the fucking ball. Yeah, it's all boiled down to right. He he got him involved in the passing game. He and this is crazy. Bobby Hart is one of the highest greatest run blocking right tackles in the league, which was completely shocking to me because he's one of the worst passer pass blocking tackles in the league. But I mean, the the offensive line played good. Burrow didn't take a sack. They opened up the run. Um, but. How much of that is the fact that it's Jacksonville's not that good defensive line? I have to come back down to earth and realize that. I mean, they they have one sack on a quarterback all year. Well, you know, and and not to cut cut you off here, and this isn't me knocking the Bengals at all. Um, but I very I remember very vividly um, after Week Two Thursday Night Football, you told me you said pump the brakes a little bit. It's the Bengals. Let's see what they do after this, right? And I, and I feel like that's where uh, Bengals fans need to be at right now. Um, yeah, 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 let's, for sure. Let's not, let's not forget that this team is trying to tank. Now, are the players? No. Are the, is the front office? Absolutely. Yeah. They want yeah. Trevor Lawrence. Uh, you, you lose in Ngakwe, so you don't have a pass rusher. Um, Fournette's gone. Right. You just – Fournette, you're playing Gardner Minshew. Um, you now their rookie running back, that Robinson, is a very, very good, very solid. Yeah, he's solid. Back. But the front office is trying to tank, um, and like you said, they came in with one sack on the season. Um, so let's see, and this is this is what's, and I've been telling you this. I want to see Joe Burrow this week. This he finally gets to play a really good defense. Um. Because Baltimore is going to bring it, and they're going to blitz him, and we're going to we're going to see what Joe Burrow can do. And this is not me taking away from your guys' win at all. You you have to win the games you're supposed to win in the NFL. Wins do not come easy in the NFL. So, and and Joe Burrow has his first win under his belt. That's big. Like you said, let's pump the brakes a little bit. It is the Jacksonville Jaguars. If we were in the NFC East, we'd be leading the division right now. I just want to point that out. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, it is the Jags. It's a game you're supposed to win. You're always glad to see him win. You're glad to see your new franchise quarterback get his first win. He was mic'd up. It was pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, it's Jacksonville, and I expect Baltimore to have, like, 700 rushing yards on Sunday against the Bengals' run defense. It's just what it is. I mean, it's cool. Don't get me wrong. I like winning games. Yeah, that's great. You know, Zach Taylor had a game where he looked like a, maybe a competent play caller. Um how much of that is because he is and how much of that is just because the Jags are bad. Um, Mixon had a day that Mixon desperately needed. Definitely. He had some frustrations the first couple of weeks, rightfully so, um, you know, only getting, you know, eight carries a half or, you know, not being involved in the passing game. He had a passing touch or a receiving touchdown and a two rushing touchdowns. Um, FedEx, I think ground player of the week or oh, no, 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 no. He was AFC offensive player of the week that just got yeah. announced today. Miles Garrett um, defense. Yes. Miles Garrett defense. <laughs> he needed a game like that, or I think shit could have gotten bad. I think he was getting very upset. He's like, yeah. you just gave me a new contract. What, what are we doing here? And right. they got him involved. He got his three touchdowns. He's dancing. He's having fun. So I think that was important just for, for the rest of the season 
to try to get his spirits up. So now he's kind of back on track stats wise too. You know, you're four weeks in, he's got three rushing or three touchdowns. Not bad. Um, But I fully expect to get the shit kicked out of us on Sunday. Make no mistake about it. Baltimore is going to come in. They're going to run the ball down our throat and there's probably not going to be shit we can do about it. I don't know who Bobby Hart's going to be blocking, but he's going to have a good game. Um, (laughs) They're going to blitz the shit out of us. I don't know how we're going to pick it up. Um, I am interested to see how Burrow is going to do against that. You know, he played a good defense week one with the Chargers. Kind of shaky first start, you know, had a great two-minute drive there at the end, all that. But this is going to be, you know, he's settled in now. He's through his first four games, so he should be kind of – you know, getting to the speed of the game a little bit more. And he, if you watch his mic'd up, it was funny. He slid, he took off and he slid. And I don't know who the D lineman for the Jags was, but got up laughing. He said, Hey, I'm not letting y'all hit me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I learned and the last couple of weeks. Yeah. I'm not letting you he hit me. No that more. Ref. He told yeah. that ref. He said, you see that hit from last week? So, you know, that one hurt. <laughs> yeah. That, that stuck in his head. So that's good. But yeah, I, I fully expect it to be a very tough day to be a bagel fan on Sunday. I, I now obviously I think the Ravens are going to win that game. I just want to see how he acts, you know, right. Um, the Browns defense isn't good. I mean, the Eagles defense, I wouldn't say is good, but they did get after him. Uh, the Jags kind of a shit show right now. Yeah. And I don't think the chargers are where we thought they are. I think I looked and they're like the 17th ranked defense right now. Um, that's because of Justin. We're going to talk about Justin Herbert. God damn it. Yeah. Um, but I think that, uh, I think this is the game. This is what I want to see. He, he's coming off of a win. That being Joe Burrow. Is he going to stand in there and, and deliver? Is he going to get happy feet? What's he going to do? Um, kind of staying here with the Bengals for a minute too. AJ green, man, you're killing me in fantasy. Not looking good. Not looking good. It's time, right? This this is what the Bengals found a found a great. I won't say great. Yeah, they found a very solid receiver right now in T. Higgins. Uh, Tyler Boyd seems to be uh, Burrow's go-to. You have Joe Mixon. It's time. It's time to get what you can out of AJ Green. He got banged up again. Um, he's not doing much for you. He, it, this is why. I was yelling last year, get your first, get your second out of him because it was on the table, a first or a second. Actually, I think that the Packers would have offered a first or a second. I think um, the Packers or the Saints would have last year. Yeah, and I, I think now you're probably looking at a fourth highest, probably around a fifth or a sixth. Um, but I would trade him. I would trade him right now. I just And then it's not just because he's a shell of himself. It's because look at the chemistry Joe Burrow has with these other guys. Let's get these young guys on the field. Let's get Auden Tate, who looks good on the field. Let's, you know, obviously, if you want to trade Ross, you know, get T. Higgins on the field. Get, uh, uh, you know, you got Boyd. Hey, I mean, those are those are where that's the future. Okay, right. Yeah. And let's be honest, this season's probably not going anywhere. You know, the the key right now is just to win a few few games and get better every week. Um, and I think AJ's not in the future. I think he's gone after this year, and I think that it's a it, it's time. You know. I'm not sure what I'm not sure what they could get out of him with how his season's gone, but I saw an interesting thing on Twitter. I can't remember who said it, but when when a receiver gets to AJ Green's age, a lot of the time what you'll see is you know he doesn't have the explosiveness, right? We haven't seen it. And I'm at the beginning of the year, I'm like, okay, he's kind of rusty, you know, we'll see. But you know, we're four games in, and it's it's not there. 
but a lot of those guys will transition to the slot. Your Larry Fitzgerald, your Anquan Boldens to extend their career out, but you can't do that with AJ Green because Tyler Boyd is the slot receiver. Right. He's back to back thousand yard, you know, receptions from the slot. He he is your slot receiver. Um, I, I could see keeping him for the season, just you know, just just to show him respect. You don't trade him in the middle of the year. He was, you know, very important to the team for the last 10 years. Showed him respect when you gave him 15 million dollars. 18. Um, but, <laughs> but I mean, I, I could see it, and that's a that's another thing, though. Does anybody want to trade for that contract? I mean, I guess at uh, this point, it doesn't really matter. Just, it's only one just, year just, deal, just yeah. Just a year, yeah. I, but, I think. I think let him go play with a with an Aaron Rodgers. Let him go play with a Drew Brees. You know, let him – he deserves it, just like Joe Thomas deserved he to does. win something, you know. Um, and I just think, man, I'm just – when I sit here and I'm thinking about the Bengals roster, like you guys need to be excited about Alden Tate on one side um, with Higgins on the other with Tyler Boyd in your slot. Um, and I've also talked to you about this. I said after, only after – that they fix the offensive line, the Bengals need to go get them a big time tight end. Yeah, Uzama was was playing good towards Achilles, but he's flashy. He's been flashy his whole career. Sample, I mean, look at Sample, man. Burrow put a ball right here between his hands and it bounced off his face mask and he let Miles Jack take it. He was a second yeah. round fucking pick. Right. Whatever. I just um, but but yeah, I could see that. I mean, I don't know where they're gonna get it unless they draft it. I mean, I I feel like you know, big good tight ends don't really hit the free agent market all that much. Yeah, yeah, you're um, right. So I mean, I'm not sure. I just, where I'm find thinking it, about. But... I'm thinking about you know like uh, LSU when they had Moss. Um, you know, I just think that a, a big time tight end is. Good, especially for a younger quarterback. You know, they seem to like to hit those tight ends. As as you've seen, Burrow was really building some chemistry with Uzama. Right. You know, so I think after and only after they fix the offensive line, that needs to be the next one. You know, that needs to be the next pick. So maybe we're talking – maybe not even next year. Maybe next year you bring in a, a free agent one. You know, maybe towards the end. Maybe a Jimmy Graham or, I don't know, somebody like that. Um but that following year, go get the best tight end in the draft. You know, or if one comes available, like the Browns had with Austin Hooper, spend the money and go get you a tight end, you know. So I just think that's another thing that the Bengals are missing a little bit. Um, now, we've talked good about Joe Burrow. Let me give you the bad. I think you post this. He's like one of 23 on his deep ball. Yeah, and a lot of that, um, like I said on Twitter, um, I, I watched all of them. I, I found the film and I watched all of his deep shots and there were a few plays where there's a couple drops. There's a few plays where I think the receiver has to do a better job of getting separation. Um, but at the end of the day, most of that still falls on the quarterback. He's just got to improve. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's field vision. I don't know if it's timing. I don't know if it's, you know, maybe he's getting a little bit of happy feet because, you know, he's been getting the shit kicked out of him for the last month. I, I don't know what it is, but the deep ball has to improve. And listen, man, I, I, I was the biggest go get Joe Burrow guy that I think that I know from the moment I watched him play Alabama. I was in. That was my guy. But people have to calm down a little bit and understand that he is eligible to receive blame. It's it's. Yeah. People that like Bengals, Bengals fans with Burrow are acting like LeBron fans with the Lakers. If you criticize LeBron, thank you, thank you for saying if, that. 
if it like so if LeBron and AD play like shit, I as a Lakers fan say LeBron and AD played like shit. The LeBron guys will say AD played like shit. Like you yeah. know, like and and with Burrow, it's it's like okay, well, well, receivers got to separate more. Yeah, a few times, you know. Well, that was a drop. Okay, you know, or John Ross should have caught that. One. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. There are there's going to be stuff like that on the receivers as well. But at the end of the day, he's the franchise quarterback. He got brought in to to make the big time throws that Andy Dalton threw away on third and seven. And, and I'm not knocking him either. I'm I'm happy with what I've seen out of him overall the start of the year, but the deep ball was a strength of his at LSU and it just hasn't translated yet. And it's not time to panic. It's not time to freak out, but it's just like, okay, that's got to work. Cause there, there, there's, you know, three, four deep balls that you watch that could have changed the course of some of these games. And we may be looking at a better record. I go back to the, the very first game of the year, the chargers game. He just missed AJ. AJ's very, wide open. Very winnable I, game. I, I probably could have hit that throw. He, he, he makes that throw. We score a touchdown. We don't sell for a field goal. It's a different game. Um, so that's there. Um, but, but I am pleading for Bengals fans. I, I'm as big a Bengals fan as anybody as I, that I know, but I try to keep it pretty realistic and Burrow can be blamed for things. It's okay. It's, it's completely fine. He's a rookie. It, it, it's okay. There, there's blame to be had for Joe Burrow. We can't just be like, well, it's this fault, that fault, that fault. Zach Taylor sucks. Yes. The offensive line sucks. Yes. Receivers have had some drops. Yes. Receivers haven't gotten great separation. Yes. But he's also just missed guys and that's okay. Let if you're if you're a fan of the Bengals, you should be like, okay, I need my quarterback to get better at the deep ball. It, it, we've already gotten quickly into like a, these are Joe Burrow fans that just root for the Bengals because he plays there, and I just think that's kind of weird because I, I, I wanted the guy as bad as anybody, but let's 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 realize that he can get better. Yeah, and that with that being said, too, I remember watching the game with you over here, and Joe Burrow threw that interception in the, the corner of the end zone going for Drew Sample, and you immediately jumped on Burrow. You know, you said, damn, you know, Joe, you can't do that in the red zone. I said, wait. I said, I think Miles Jack took that. I think that interception's on Drew Sample. Oh, yeah, and they, it was. And the, Yeah, and they showed the instant replay, and it, and it was. So, you're right. I thought you know, he, like, floated it right, a little bit, right. and Jack ran under it. But, yeah, I mean, it went right through Sample's hands. That right. should, yeah, that should be charged a, to Drew Sample's stat line. Absolutely, absolutely. But, and that's the way you got to be, especially when you talk sports. You know, I feel like I do the same thing. Like, you know, I try to be as real as I can be. Um, that's like when I talk about Baker Mayfield, you know. Now, Baker don't have the greatest numbers right now, but Baker's also three and one and making the throws that he needs to make. Um, and this is us, like we talked last week, Baker's also going through trying to come back from what is Freddie bathrooms, <laughs> like as you said. <laughs> uh, you know, so Joe needed a game, too, to where he wasn't getting hit so much, you know, and you could really see how good he was. And you can tell he's going to be good, um, you know. So, but like I said, I'm, I'm I'm really looking forward to this Baltimore game and because he's coming off, in my opinion, that's his best game, okay? Because yeah. the Browns game, they're like, oh, three, three, three passing touchdowns, 300 yards. He did it on, on 60 throws. You know, that's not impressive to me. What's impressive to me is oh damn he just went over 300 yards and they ran for 150 yards right like now that, <laughs> yeah. now he's now he's balling you know so to me that was his that was his best performance to date so this is why i'm so amped up to watch this game because i think we agree or we know that baltimore's going to win this game but how's burrow going to look how's he going to how's he going to look to 
a, a really good defense. So I would give my left arm for the Bengals to somehow go in Sunday and build up like a 14 point lead <laughs> and just make Lamar throw the ball. Then we got a shot. But if Baltimore comes out and they they, they establish the run game, it's over quick. But if you get Lamar down by 14, you might be in trouble. But, I mean, it's going to be a tall order to get that. But, yeah, it's it's a process. It's it's okay. You know, he's got stuff that he can get better at. He's not supposed to go 16-0 and this year. Yeah, it's not not an indictment on him. It's a learning year. You just want to see him get better. So that's all we can hope for. So a couple big – games that happened this last week now i guess they weren't that big going in but man that chargers bucks game was fucking fun man that was a fun it game was, man brady's just getting better, brady and better just, it, he's he's gonna find his groove man he he knew more than we think he knew when he went there about that offense and i think that defense yeah yeah the uh the defense is is nasty i mean you got some really nice linebackers there pretty good secondary good front um yeah, they're uh, they're starting to find their groove, and I, you know, when the season came in, I said I think the Saints was going to win that division, and I'm starting to turn a little bit because I don't know what's left of Drew Brees. How much um, does he miss Mike Thomas? Man, he he misses him a ton. I, hopefully, Mike Thomas is back soon because Drew Brees is killing my fantasy teams. But <laughs> <laughs> obviously, Alvin Kamara is playing hit playing some ball. Um, and then uh um what about that uh that Patriots and Chiefs game last night? That was uh or I'm sorry, Monday night. That was uh that was different. You know, I felt hey. like Mahomes got got I felt like with Cam Newton, the Patriots probably win that. Bill Belichick infected Cam Newton with COVID so he could get another day to watch film on the Chiefs. That or so he didn't have to play Cam and then they don't have any kind of Thing on, I don't know. Bill Belichick's a genius in some way. He he do something crazy, but I mean, the Patriots are a bad Edelman drop that turned into a pick, and uh, a bad uh, Brian Hoyer pick away. And, and honestly, even Hoyer taking that sack before halftime with no timeouts, thinking he had a timeout. They're, I mean, they're three plays away from from winning that game, and the, the yeah. fumble, the fumble by Mahomes that that the Pats picked up and run back for a touchdown that they ended up waving off was a fucking terrible call. Terrible call, change the game. Terrible call. They could have easily won that game, and I think that's Belichick's like signature. Like, hey, I had just as much to do with this shit as Tom Brady did. I'm still the best coach in the league because yeah, that was a phenomenal. Even though they lost, that was a phenomenal coaching job by Belichick. And I, and I seen and I actually seen a stat that said that Pat Mahomes has only been uh, uh, stopped from scoring a touchdown three times in the first half. All three, all three teams of Patriots led by Bill yep. Belichick. He, he he's a coach man. Um, they just went together, you know, Belichick and Brady and. And you're seeing them both shine. You're like, damn, neither one of them's bad. It wasn't neither one of them really. So, well, everybody's been playing. You know, they've been playing against Kansas City, and they're like, we're gonna blitz Mahomes. We're gonna get Mahomes' face. We're gonna do this. Belichick's like, no, nah, I'm gonna rush three and make him pick us apart. And it's it's not like you know, this isn't a oh my god, Patrick Mahomes isn't that good type of game. Don't get me wrong, Patrick Mahomes is still right. the best quarterback in the game, bar none. 
But man, Belichick's like, I'm not going to rush him and let, you know, let guys get open and him extend the play and then throw these bombs. He's like, I'm rushing three, I'm dropping eight back and we're just going to see what happens. And it was a hell of a game. So that was good. And then Monday night, Aaron Rodgers would the, the Falcons defensive backs did a phenomenal job of practicing social distancing on Monday night. <laughs> and, uh, the Packers get that win without Devonte Adams and, uh, Devonte was last, pissed. I, yeah. He's, I guess you guys know my body better than me. And I see what they were doing. They have a bye this week. So just trying they, to, you they know, probably figured, yeah, we, sh- we should the, beat the, the Falcons without him. So, uh, how do I say his name? Is it Lazard? The receiver? Alan Laz- I think it's Lazard. 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 You're right. Lazard. Uh, Yeah. Uh, So Lazard has a core, something, I don't know, but they're saying he could be out a while. It's just, it just makes a lot of sense for AJ Green to end up in Green Bay to me. I could see it. I mean, I could, I could definitely see it working, but he threw three touchdowns to some guy I've never heard of. Tied it back up, tied in, right? (laughs) I I, I can't even remember his name because I remember like, it's like a very like, plain name like yeah he just pulled him at like from outside the stadium was like hey dude you want to play tight end i mean we just saw bill o'brien get fired onion tanyan tanyan like yeah like a large order of tanyan rings robert robert tanyan is is the guy that caught all three of the touchdowns um i bet nobody had him in their fantasy lineup actually austin did (laughs) no fucking way I'm telling you, go look at it. Oh, my God. A uh, uh, little bit of breaking news here. I don't know how breaking this is. So, Sam Darnold ended up hurting his shoulder and uh, is out. Um, and replacing him this week is going to be Joe Flacco. Flack attack is back. <laughs> God, how the fuck does Adam Gay still have a job? Bill O'Brien's bad. Bill O'Brien deserved to get fired as a GM and a coach. So, but how yeah. the fuck? Has Adam Gase outlasted anybody in the NFL? Yeah. Uh, no, I, I agree. I, I have no idea. I want to touch on the Texans, though, real quick, man. Eric Bieniemy. that makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. With Deshaun Watson. It makes an incredible I, if amount I'm of them, sense. I'm trying to hire him right now. Yeah, like, hey, can you just quit now? <laughs> I mean, because I, I think I said last week, too, I mean, I give him a lot of credit for the Pat Mahomes. You know, yeah. obviously the majority of it goes to Andy Reid, you know, but uh, he he's really helped with Pat Mahomes, and I think him going to Deshaun Watson would be pretty scary. Yeah, that would yikes. Um, that that would that would be trouble. And I mean, they've got like the highest payroll in the league. They're zero and four. They owe their first and second round pick to Miami this, this coming year. Excuse me. I that's well, Miami's rough, looking man. right now at two top six picks, man. <laughs> They're gonna go get a you know an offensive tackle to protect Tua, and then let me ask you this. Let me now. I know you're a Tua hater, but let's be realistic. Say Tua doesn't see the field this year, and they get the first pick. They take in Lawrence and we got trade a Josh Tua. Rosen. We got a Josh Rosen situation going I've, on. I've, I've I've said the same thing about the Bengals though, and I've asked you plenty of times. You know, say the Bengals were to get a pick, what do you do? <laughs> yeah, that's. That's a tough situation, but that is me tough. personally, if I'm Miami, for sure trade Tua. I, yeah, I think Tua, I, I've been on record saying I think Tua is going to suck. That's why that that is why Tua has to play this year. I, I think so. You got what do you got? Yeah, you know if, you if you're in that got. position, what what do you have? Um, and man, whoever gets that number one pick, 
they're going to see some of the craziest trade offers that I think we have ever witnessed for that yeah. number one pick. People are going to give unbelievable, ridiculous Kings ransom bounties oh, man. up for oh. that pick if they have to. Absolutely. As well as they should. And sunshine looks like the real deal. So we will see how that goes. You know, Clemson's uh, been out and, out and rolling. Yeah. Hey, let's go to uh, week five here. Just a little bit of look ahead. Um, the three biggest games that stand out to me um, week five, um, actually Thursday game, Buccaneers at Bears, both teams three and one. Um, Foles didn't look that good um, against. Hold the, on, hold on, hold on. The Bears are doing Nick Foles wrong. Why? You can't start Nick Foles. You got to start Trubisky, let him get down 10, and then bring in Foles. Right. Bring, bring in Big Dick Nick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what you got to do. Foles is effective that way. He's not effective as a starter. I think that the Bucks are going to win that. I, I just yes. think that Brady's, they're starting to catch on. I, now, Chicago's got a good defense, but um, I, I have the Bucks winning that. And I don't want to give away too many of our picks here. Uh, another big game, if it happens, two Tennessee Titans players today. Uh, again, test positive for COVID. I don't know what's what going on. What are they doing? Here. Are they fucking spitting on each other? Are they are they working out when they're not supposed to be? I don't know. But Bills and they're Titans. They're at Coyote Ugly in Nashville is where they're at. That's, hey, that's fun, though. We've been there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bills and Titans battled two undefeated teams. Um, Bills have looked good, dude. Josh Allen looks like the real deal. The defense is legit. Titans, I feel like we haven't seen them in a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember how to feel about them. I know yeah. they were playing good. Yeah, and then in my opinion, the the biggest game on the slate outside of that game, the uh, Indianapolis Colts coming to Cleveland. That is a big game. That that, that, huge, that really that, is for the AFC. Show a lot for both though. Yeah, I mean you're you're probably looking at in my opinion a wild card spot there. So you know that's going to be a, a tiebreaker game. Yeah, it, it definitely could. That is a big one. Um, I'm I'm pretty excited actually for that game. I don't I don't get like super excited. I don't get super excited for out of division games, but yeah, the Browns get the four o'clock national game. Um, yeah. You know, the not not the prime time stage, but the the late afternoon stage to show the world what they're about. Um, yeah. Dallas was you know a, a one o'clock game, which is surprising. You said, "Oh yeah, we played Dallas this week." I'm like, "Oh, that's a four o'clock game, right?" Because they always Especially have Dallas, Dallas on TV. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that that'll be a good one. But lock of the week. Yeah. Oh, my lock of the week. I'm going to have to go with. Uh, Let's see, I could easily go Ravens over Bengals, but I don't want to use the Ravens up yet. Um, I'm actually going Cardinals over Jets. All right, that, that's a good one. I'm going with the Ravens. I'm, I'm, I'm that guy this week. I'm not riding too high. I'm not right. rolling, rolling up. My, my Twitter name right now says Zach Taylor the GOAT. That's changing on Friday. I just figured I'd give him a little bit of love after I've been hating on him so much. My lock of the week, 100% Baltimore. Yeah. What about your upset? Where, where, where are you going this week for your upset pick? My upset of the week, the Jets over the Cardinals, led by Joe Flacco. Adam Gase is coaching for his job right now. His <laughs> yeah. life is falling apart. He's doing blow constantly trying to stay up and figure <laughs> out what's going on. Flacco's going to come in, and he's just going to start throwing bombs. It's going to be vintage Flacco. Kyler didn't look that great last week. The Cardinals didn't look that great this week. I'm picking it in the pick em. Fuck it. You can know it. It's going to be the one that gets me the win this week. I'm going Jets over Cardinals by six. My upset pick. Ready for this one? I'm going Chargers over Saints. That's that's an upset, but I could see it. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, that 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 is not that that's that's not out of the realm of possibility with how things have been going. Yeah, that leads us to our next thing here: our MVP, uh, Coach of the Year, and Rookie of the Year. All right, MVP for me so far this year, it's Russell Wilson. Agreed. Coach of the year. I got to say, I think it might be Stefanski right now. I think it's either Stefanski or Belichick, what he's done without Brady. Yeah, Belichick's good, but, I mean, just like the Browns were so bad last year. Yeah, that would have been the last 20 years. I'm not trying to get too high on the Browns either because this shit happens all the time. I listen to you and Austin talk all day. You're Browns fans. You're out it'll yeah. never happen yeah. like this, though. And I'm like, oh, shit, you know, maybe I'll play this guy in fantasy this week. Maybe I'll draft this guy. And then I get fucked over. So I'm not trying to get too high on him. But just it's 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 a slightly different roster. They've they've improved at a couple spots, but it's right. it's pretty similar to the team that you had last year. And they're they're doing a much better job with it. So I I, I would probably have to say a quarter of the way through the season, you know, you know, probably Stefanski and, and Belichick's up there too. Um, it's I would, definitely I, would agree. I agree. I, I think I'm leaning more towards Stefanski, just the, the history of the Browns and the coaches and all that. So rookie of the year, just a quarter of the way through here. Now we offensive we, or think, defensive. I, I think, well, I think that we both agree on the two top players. I think it's either Herbert or it's your boy Burrow. Um, I know you had some look, looked into that and seen Burroughs numbers and all that. Um, I just, I look at the, the strength of schedule too. Like, you know, Herbert has lost, he ain't won a game, but he's lost to guys like Brady and Mahomes. Now he did lose to Teddy Bridgewater. Um, and I was also looking too, I was like, you know, and he's played a less, he's played, he's played one less game. And I think if you, and I looked at it and if you took out, Burrow's worst game, which would be against the Chargers, their numbers are like identical. So it's almost a coin toss. You can't knock Burrow for being the day one starter, though. Yeah, but you can knock Burrow for losing to Tyrod Taylor. Well, yeah, he lost to Randy Bullock. Um, but yeah, you can't. That was his worst game. It, it's it's not, I don't think either guy is unequivocally better than the next guy. You know, when, yeah. when I started looking into it, because I, highlights based off highlights alone. I'm like, Oh dude, Herbert's fucking balling. And then you look into the numbers, you know, he's got more picks he's, he's got and no wins, but technically more losses because Burrow has a tie. <laughs> so yeah. it's close. Um, Burrow's the first rookie to ever have 300 passing yards in three straight games. So I think that would give him the edge to me, not trying to be a homer, but I'm yeah. extremely imp- impressed with Herbert and Herbert's deep ball is better than yeah. Burrow's right now. Yeah. We got a yeah, guest in agree. there. I do have a guest. Got a guest. <laughs> she woke up. You want to say hi to Drew? What are you doing, baby girl? Hey, hi. Yeah, we tried to get this in before she woke up, so that's why you're seeing a little kid. <laughs> it's all right. We got a live guest. <laughs> yeah. the she was decked out in her Browns gear on Sunday. Yeah, is the Browns going to win this week? Maybe we'll see. She She's just shy. woke up. She's shy. So, really, I think that's about all we got, right? Yeah, yeah, I think that's it. All right. Well, uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, You get to see our beautiful faces for this whole episode. And I thought we looked good, but then the beautiful Scarlet shows up, and now we both look like fat pieces of shit again. (laughs) So, thanks for tuning in. We will be back next week. Make sure to get into our pick'em right now. The pot is looking at 160 bucks. It'll grow tonight. It'll grow tomorrow like it always does. Uh, Get your picks in if you haven't. 
you have any questions on how to do that, get in touch with me or chat on any social media platform that you see us talking shit on. And we will be back next week. Locker room talk uncut Lakers in five. Go Browns. Thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.